All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You ready? Let's do it. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks. Artist. You're now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. This is really more of an impromptu episode. Me and Jordan have both been traveling as we've mentioned a few times last week, getting ready for Tulsa. We were just in Dallas. He's in Houston right now. I'm back home. And on this particular road trip we've been on, I totally forgot that we had to record an episode for today. And it snuck up on us fast, but I figured that we would just speak to a lot of what this past week has been for us in terms of experiences that we've had, the people we've been able to meet, the conversations we've been a part of, what stuck out to us, and what we were really taking away from both of these conferences we were just at, which are absolutely amazing. And I think that the overall theme of what this conversation will probably end with and be is really just bringing us back to our first love and understanding that Jesus is all that we've ever needed and our hearts coming to a place that he's all that we ever want. I believe that from everything I've been able to hear, the people I've encountered, it's just brought me back to that place. And I don't know if you all have ever experienced or come in contact with someone that their pursuit of God, the way they speak of him, it's so raw, real, genuine, and authentic that it makes you want to pursue him more. But that's what I felt, just seeing all of these speakers, coming across all these people, being just in a place of like-minded people who are just wanting to seek after God and wanting to see him just elevated in every space is really the main takeaway. And it was so inspiring and encouraging. So I'm going to get into the first thing that I heard that really stuck with me and it was Amanda Jenkins. She is one of the like, you know, um, co-producers, writers, directors of Chosen, the series. And they were having a panel and she was speaking and she was talking about the growth and the success of the show. And one thing that she responded with and, and one thing that she said was she underestimated the lengths God would go to make sure he would reveal to his people. And then she said, God is unsatisfied with not being known. God is unsatisfied with not being known. And that was so simple, but so profound to me. And in the context of that conversation and what was happening in the room, it was really heavy emotionally. And there was just this presence that was there. So I'm in the back of the the main conference room, like all emotional. I'm dang near weeping. I'm like, yo, like that was crazy. And it's not that it's something that I didn't recognize or know, but the way that she had just presented it and, and communicated, that was the first time I heard it in that way. And I began to think about it a lot more. And the thought that I came with was, or rather the thought that I concluded with from that was if God is so unsatisfied with not being known, how have we become so comfortable with it? Mm -hmm. Like how have we become so complacent with him not being known at our schools, in our workplace, in our homes, with our friends, our family? Like how have we come to a point to where our hearts and our desire for the kingdom to be advanced, the people to hear of the gospel, to see an authentic Jesus 
just not be a priority to us. I mean, it's something that we have just lost sight of. And it was something that just like really challenged me and just brought me to my knees. And I feel like over this past year, I've just been humbled time and time again to be reminded that it is not about me. It's not about my glory, like the work that I can do, but it's about what I'm doing for him to advance the kingdom and making his name great in every room that I step into. And then I began to think a lot more about how we, but really myself personally, I think we are too busy with attempting to make our own name great. There is no room for him to be known in our lives. And we get so caught up in our own career and the dreams that we want, the desires that we have, the the goals and the check boxes that we want to be able to fill before we turn 23, 24, 25. And we want our platform to grow that in the midst of all of that, we forget who it's really about and what it really is all about. And it's not about us. Mm-hmm. And so when we're wrapped up in trying to create something for ourselves, we can't really be building a kingdom that is of God. And I know that that's something that I had an idea what was happening to me this year, but this past week just got so much language for that I've been so wrapped up in trying to make my name great and made the platform the idol. The success became what I bowed to and all the accolades and the numbers that I forgot that this is his. It wasn't mine anyway. And it was never about me. And he will use someone else. And it is a privilege that he chose me mm-hmm. to partner with him to accomplish his will on earth. And so that was the first thing I wanted to mention because that's been heavy on my heart so much like the past few days since she said that. And again, it's just brought me back to my knees of he's the only thing that matters. And my heart is at a place that's so full that he's all that I want. Like I, I just want him to be known in the earth to his people. And sometimes we just get in these moments in our life where we can just lose track of Mm -hmm. that naturally, you know, when when our devotion is in the right place or we find ourselves um, on this streak where we haven't acknowledged him or he's been a priority, but it, 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 that's all that matters. So that's really what I wanted to begin with because that, that yeah that sent me oh, that man. was crazy oh man uh where do i start bro because i immediately when you said that there's just a lot of thoughts going on so for one well, let's say this because this is crazy i wasn't in the room when she had said that um i had yeah jordan went back to go order room <laughs> service for us <laughs> they closed at 10 so we, we was on the time clock so i had left to go to the hotel um so you speaking about this and the thoughts that you had after I'm not privy to, I didn't know any of that, but like literally you saying it's not about us. Like you don't understand, bro. Like that's literally everything that like me and my girl have been talking about for honestly the past like week, I feel like week or two weeks. It's just this idea that it's not about us. So like, honestly, when you said that word for word, bar for bar, I was like, bro, (laughs) that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So Mm -hmm. let's start there. But I think it's important that we recognize that for one, because it's just, it's a lot of pressure when we don't, when we make it about us, when we make it about me, 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 my dream, my goal, my platform. I 
just think it automatically just puts all the pressure and the weight on you. And also going back to what you said, she said about like, I didn't recognize the links that God would go to, to make sure like his, his name was known. And Mm -hmm. I was also thinking about this and bear with me because this is kind of like a, the thoughts kind of everywhere. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, plan it out. But when it comes to evangelism, I think you have, there's like two, two sides. There's two sides. And then there's like a medium, like where we should be. I think you have people who don't and who aren't concerned with his name being known because they have this mentality that's like, God will take care of it. Like, that's not on me. I don't need to worry about it. Like, that's God's job. Like, let me just stay in my lane. Let mm-hmm. me do what I do. Right. You have those people. And then I feel like on the other end of that, you have people who make it all about them when it's like, okay, I need to make the name of Jesus known. And they just kind of take on all the weight and you get in this place where it's just about you. And it's like what I'm doing to make sure like God's known and my accolades and and my views and whatever the case may be. And then, but I think when it comes, when it comes to evangelism, there has to be like a medium where you recognize like all I need to do is speak the truth and then God will step in and do everything else. Like, the truth will speak for itself because I was thinking about, well, really this, this stemmed from there was this documentary that, that someone we interviewed, her name was Catherine. It was an amazing interview. Um, and she did this documentary called Gen Z reacts to the chosen. And she was talking about how someone was reacting to it and their heart was just completely changed because they, they had said like, I didn't know Christians could have healthy conversations and that's what I had. I wrote that down in my notes because I hit that hit home for me. And I was sitting on it. I was like, dang, like he got a good point. Like, I feel like it's, it's always such a, like, it always just turns into something so toxic and turns into like, anytime you're having any type of conversation about, about the faith, it just turns into like a, a yelling match. And I think those people are on the side of like, it's my job to make sure that this person changes. Like it's, it's, it's my, like, mm. you see what I'm saying? Like, right? right. So I think those people are on that end. And then you have people who don't care at all. And I think both of those are contributing to the, to the fact that his name isn't being known. It's, 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 it's both of those, the people who aren't speaking up and saying anything because they think it's God's job and the people who think it's their job and they're like trying everything to like change someone's heart. But it's like, you have to be in this middle where you're like, okay, there's a part that I play. And then after that, like it's got, it's in God's hands and your part is to speak the truth. Like, and that's it. And God, God will do everything else. So I was really thinking about that. I like that. Yeah, I was thinking about that in terms of just like evangelism. And when I heard her talking about the guy that reacted that way, I was like, yeah, like, I don't know. It just sent me into this, this, this thought about speaking about your faith and like making sure that you're carrying the yoke and, and the burden that God gave you and nothing else. The truth speaks for itself. That changes everything because, again, we can get in this mode that we feel that someone else's salvation is in our hands or we have a part to play in what really moves the needle in someone's heart. All we're called to do 
is to be obedient and everything else is on God. And that's something that we hear, we can recognize, we can understand and even speak ourselves. But acting and walking that out in practicality in our everyday is really where the challenge comes in. Because we can think that we had something to do with our success. And I think that's what I'm really understanding that, no, like, this is not by accident nor coincidence. Like, yes, we have a part to play, but the reason you got that job is because God chose you. You got accepted into that school. You got that promotion. You got in relationship with those individuals that get got you the influence that you have now. That is God's doing. And once we get in the way and feel like we actually had some part to play or we were the source of everything that's happening in our lives is when everything begins to go into shambles. And we become idols of ourselves because we worked, we grinded, we put in the extra hours to make sure we got here, completely neglecting the fact that all God did was breathe on our obedience, Mm -hmm. put his hand on it, that then elevated to where we are now. And so it's not about us. Mm -mm. It's only about him. And that, I have two thoughts down. And I think one of them I want to start with is something that was mentioned in the last episode and conversation we had, but it's that we need to stop chasing it and allow God to give it to us in the sense that I think a lot of us are even chasing platforms, positions, promotions, or different levels in our life that God didn't give us so we now have to sustain or God never even wanted for us in the first Mm -hmm. place. And we're in a generation where we'd rather be seen Mm. than just be obedient. Mm. Or we'd rather be recognized than to really pursue our own personal greatness that God has called us to. And we had this conversation with the More Purpose podcast whose hosts are Marlon and Clarence Sellers that we had on previously and we met with them last week and we had a conversation on their show. But we were speaking to this idea that sometimes if something isn't seen, we don't think that it's valued. And we have to get to a point to where our obedience, even if it is not known to the public, is still something that we can rest Mm -hmm. in and be satisfied with understanding that his well done is more important than anything else. And I think that is also something that's been highlighted to me so much is it's not about what's seen. It's not about the numbers. It's not about where it can go or the success of what it can be. Our definition of success in the kingdom is different than what the world has defined it as. The world wants it to be how much money you can make, how many people can view this or see this, um, the amount of downloads, followers, likes, comments, or the promotion or working at these particular companies or getting in these positions. Mm-hmm. But our definition and what we see as success has to truly be being completely obedient to what God has called us right. to do. Because we can be getting all of those things, reaching those accolades and still be so far off from what God really wants from us. And yeah, that's something else that I've been reminded of and brought back to is, yo, like the success is 
did I do the last thing that he told me? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where the satisfaction satisfaction comes in. That's where I'm the most fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um because in obedience, like there's protection, there's peace, right. there's joy, there's everything that you need. And outside of that, yeah, you may be successful from the world standards, but where do you stand with God? Yeah. And I'm so glad you went this direction because now that I'm really thinking about it, this has also been a common theme just in like my personal life, stuff that I felt like was talked about at the Transformation Conference. But just this recognizing for each and every one of us, it's like we've already won. Like, and I think growing up in this world, in this culture, we're, we're, we're kind of conditioned to chase things that we already have. Like, I feel like we're That's trying tough. to chase the wind Please, yeah. when we already have it. And it's like, we're trying to chase. Does that make sense? It's just like. Yes. Yeah, like, yes, it does. It does make sense. And the world conditions us to believe what we have is never mm-hmm. enough. There is always this constant pursuit of more just for the sake of having right. it as if the next level or the the next phase of resource of influence on any level is going to bring something more to our mm-hmm. lives or to our soul or to our spirit that we don't have access to now and so we get in a very perverse pursuit because we're looking at these things as if they can give something to Mm -hmm. us that God said, if you just get on your knees, find me in the secret place, I will provide to you right Right. now. And that, that makes so Mm -hmm. much sense to me. So I can, I can definitely see that. Yeah. It's just like, man, like we really already have it. I think even just walking with God alone is like, bro, like we've been saying, like, it's not about us. When you really get to this place where it's like, okay, it's about God and God alone. Okay, if it's about God and God alone and I literally have that, then it's like, what? But it, it, it goes back to the conversation that we had. And this is what maturity looks like. Sometimes you can receive a word, you can right. hear it, but it takes hmm. different lessons. It takes sure. different experiences, a bit more conversation, dialogue. For you, it really to be revealed to you. But when we talked about Jesus being the reward, mm. that makes so much it more does. sense now. It needed context. <laughs> like, I'm getting chills. You got to like, live it. It makes that much right. more sense now. Like, it sounded good then, and I got it, and, or at least I right. thought it, I, I thought I right. did, but I was able to really receive mm. that this past week, mm. right? Like, if like right. genuinely, if nothing else, if all that right. I have is him, then that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like the platform's great. The purpose and what I'm called to is amazing. But the priority yeah. and the pursuit is making sure I have a deeper knowledge of him and who mm-hmm. he is day in and day mm-hmm. out. And I can receive all those other things and chase those. But if I lose sight of that, I'm going to lose all of it anyway. That's a bar. And that's what, and that's what um, Dallas Jenkins, the one of, or the man who created the idea of the chosen spoke to, he was like, you know, I don't, 
as someone who is in media and entertainment, it's difficult for him not to look at the the numbers and the metrics and the numerical success of what The Chosen is doing. But that's what he has to do because none of that really matters. His success or barometer for that is, yo, like, who's being impacted by right. this? Is the kingdom being advanced? Are people being exposed to the authentic story of Jesus and who he is? And am I being obedient to him? Because the number one cause to pursue him with all that we mm-hmm. have. And then the more you reinforce that in your life, you get more conversations and revelation on that. Matthew 6, 33 then comes to life that much more, right? right. Like something that we talk to and speak to all the time, but we're going to continue to reinforce this thought because it makes it just, it, it, it is so important for us to realize that. Yeah. Like it, it's him and him alone. And it, that pursuit That's genuinely so is enough. And I don't think I I ever I got into some un subconscious thoughts mm-hmm. and perspectives where I didn't think it right. was. That seeking the kingdom wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. enough. That I needed to seek these opportunities. I needed to play the industry game. I needed to seek what's going to get me more attention, that that's going to get me more views, that's going to allow me to elevate my career, to get in relationship with these people. And all those things, I'm not saying aren't necessary or important in terms of being strategic with those things and what God's giving you, but it can never come at the expense of him. It can never come at the expense of my pursuit and me seeking the knowledge of who he is and getting deeper in my relationship with him. Right. Like, and, and that's what can, what can happen. And that's when it becomes about us Mm -hmm. and me and I, but what about him? Hmm. What about him? What about him? That's so good. Damn. And there was a conversation we had that Jordan mentioned with a woman named Catherine Warnock. She is the vice president of original content yeah. for The Chosen. If you all have the chance or ability, any interview or conversation she has on fire, please check that out. We were able to record some of it. We may make that into an episode if we can, but we had the most... Oh, man fulfilling and yeah i i can't even put into words the conversation that we had it was life-changing to say the least she's an amazing soul and she said something a few things but one that stuck out to me that i feel related to this conversation and it was in the there's in the church in the body of christ there's something missing And it's the fact that we understand what it means to be a son of God and a daughter of God and what it means to accept our purpose and to walk into that. But an idea and a conversation we don't have enough is what it means to be a bond servant for Christ, what it means to be a slave to the gospel Mm -hmm. and to be a servant at his feet. We can miss that in the glitz and the glam of understanding that you know we we are we have access to all these amazing things but nonetheless it's all about his will and not ours and something else that i heard that i felt related to that is a part of being a bond servant is having that attitude of i don't know where i'm going to be at five years from now as long as i'm where god wants me is all that matters and Yes, it, it's being a bond servant yeah. of Christ in the sense of like, yo, like what you want for me 
is what I want for myself. Like what you want is the best that I mm-hmm. can do. I can do more or less than the plan that you have and the path that you want me to walk right. down. And I don't want to give that up or sacrifice it for anything. Hmm. And I was like, wow, like I never thought of it to that extent, but maybe that is a conversation that's missing for sure of what it, being in true submission. Dang, that's so and good. that also coincides with the idea of lordship. Like, no, like not my will in spite of what I think is best in spite of what the path I'm going down may look right. like, or what I think is going to get me more success at your word and at your say so and your will is what I'm going to follow and do no matter what. Like that is what you have. That's that, that is the best I can do. You know how people say like, Oh, like you can do better. Like when you're in a relationship with somebody or like, you know, they make those like smart comments. It's like, God is the best that I can do. His will, his plan, his path and purpose. That is the best that I can do. That's it. This is so good. So, because this fits so perfectly with the conversation, and I and I totally forgot that she had said that. I need to write it down. But yeah, it's just like the the moment that back to the it's not about us thing. The moment that you make it about yourself is the moment that you've moved out of being a servant, right? And I think even there's 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 levels to it because. Obviously, it's important to recognize that you're a son and you're a daughter, which that's what she was talking about. She was like, we've got that down packed, right? For the most part, we understand that we're sons and daughters of God. But then you have to get to this place where you also learn how to be a servant. And I think that's the part that, like she said, that's the part that's missing. Even in even in the way that we've been taught in the church and even just like, you, and when you listen to sermons, you'll like hear it. You're heal you're you're oh man, you'll hear it implicitly, but it's just like this. It's 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 about you, it's about you, it's about you, your son, your daughter, which is good and it's important to recognize that, but you have to there's a there's a order to it. There's an order to it. It's recognizing I'm a son of God, but then secondly recognizing it's not about me though. Like I'm a son and that comes with inheritance and that comes with power, but also it's not about me. Like it's and, it, and that's the order you have to recognize that first and then oh but I'm a servant though like it's it's and that's it that's the order. Yeah, um, I think the thought that came to my mind is servants don't serve themselves. Right. Like you, 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 we. That is a very foreign concept and counterintuitive to the nature of what that position is and the role it is supposed to play. It is inherently unselfish it's inherently never about me and always about what more can i do to be of service to who and what is in front of me like yeah servants don't serve themselves and so like to your point like once we get into that mode we are no longer operating in that essential role that we play in our relationship with God. Like, yes, he's, we, he's called, like we're called to be like friends of God or sons and daughters and these different roles. But all of that is also included. uh, Well, in terms of servants also included in those particular like functions. For sure. So yeah, that's something that, 
has been on my mind and I've thought about so much since then. And like I said, it was just refreshing to see the love of God that these people have. Now, of course, like I don't know them personally, But, but from what was seen and honestly, what was so undeniable in these rooms that I was in was that these leaders, these people are part of these particular movement movements have a heart for him just to make him Mm -hmm. known. Um, And I believe God honors that and he sees that and he puts his hand on those things because he wants to be seen to the world and he's going to go to any lengths, but he just, we just have to get out of the way, right? Like he can't, we, he can't make himself known if we're in the middle of this process. Mm-hmm. Like we're standing in the way. We become stumbling blocks to his yeah. glory. We become the 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 shade that that's blocking him in his true light, trying to be the ones on the stage that we shine mm-hmm. and like people glorifying and clapping. We get the applause from other like we and that's what I also got. It's another word of like, yo, just get out of God's Man. way. We have to get out of his way. We have to get out of our own way so he can do what only he can do. We have we have to move. We're in the way. I think the the church, some of us in our own lives, me included, um, especially this year, I've just been I've way. not just been in my own way. I've been in, in his way. way. I've been in God's way, yeah. and that's been a, a, um, a hindrance for what he's wanted to do with me. Because if he gave me what he has planned for me, I, I would have taken it and, you know, just made it a something that it's not supposed to or what, not the original plan. Bro, so, I saw this. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw it today, actually. It was real and it was so fire. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember word for word what it said, but he was like, I prayed and told God that I'm done. I can't do it anymore. And he responded, good, now I can start. And I was like, I was like, that's fire. <laughs> Nah, now I can that's, start. That's the one. Yeah. When that's you get one. out literally, the way. Literally. You get out of the yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, I let let him do what only he can do. So, yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't, I, I always struggle because I feel like getting titles for the episodes become harder and harder. So I don't know what we're going to name it. Well, we can one, name honestly, it like three like, different things. We can name it Get Out the Way. We can name it It's Not About Us. We can name it It's Not About, it's not about, us. about us. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, that 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 yeah. could be it. I love that. But no, yeah. So we had an amazing experience. I'm telling um, you, Jordan's got to go real quick. So we'll 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 delve delve into this we a bit to, more bro. Friday. He's coming home tomorrow about this past yeah. week. But that was the biggest takeaway. Like he's everything we've ever mm-hmm. needed, and coming to a place where our hearts like only long for him and that he's all that we want. And it's not about us. He changes everything. All we can do is obey. And he's going to breathe on that to do what he wants, but we have to get out of his way. And I think that was the overall sentiment that I really gathered Mm -hmm. um, from just what I observed, what I taken away from what I've been thinking about, what I obviously we've both been on the same page about. So yeah, that's the one you got anything else. I don't. I am excited to go into depth about more more about this past. Definitely, week. yeah. Because y'all definitely try to come for us, but it's cool. It's all <laughs> more love. on that later. It's all more love. on that but later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too much. Not too much. So, yeah. But we love you all. We'll catch you 
Friday. But stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. Much love.